River 949, Marnie and Campo for breakfast. Now, Marnie, it is flu season. Mm. And joining us is Dr. Paul Griffin, Head of Infectious Diseases. Good morning, Paul. How are you? Yeah, good morning. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. Look, um, I wanted to say, I mean, I've just had COVID. We've had a couple of people on the air with us this morning who've had COVID. Mm. But look, flu season is going to be hitting us hard very, very shortly. Can you explain what the difference is this year as to last year? Yeah, absolutely. Our measures to protect us from COVID have been very successful at also reducing the number of flu cases to, to the point where we've had barely any since the pandemic started. But a lot of those measures have now been undone. So we know the flu is going to come back and our population is probably more susceptible than it's ever been based on not having been exposed over the last few years. And our vaccine rate was also low because, of course, we were focusing on COVID vaccines. So as the flu comes back and our population is susceptible, it's likely to have a greater impact than it would normally. And even a few flu cases with the rate of COVID we're still going to have is going to probably amount to quite a significant burden on our healthcare system. So it's more important than ever to get your flu jab this year. So I think people will ask, Dr Paul, you know, will I know the difference between the flu or COVID? I mean, probably not. You'll get similar symptoms and is the best thing to just get yourself the rat test and just decipher which one it is. Yeah, that's right. There's no way we can tell these apart clinically. There might be some subtle differences, but they're not very reliable. So you can't say for sure you've got COVID or the flu just by how you feel. And and that's why it's so important we still get people tested. And the the mind shift's going to have to really change because we we won't be able to just get tested for COVID and say, oh, that's negative. I can just go on with my day-to-day life. Mm. You'll also have to get tested for the flu. And at the moment, we don't have a combined rapid antigen test whereas the laboratories can easily do both tests at once. So it's just going to highlight, I think, the importance of still having PCR as an option. And, you know, if people do get a negative rapid antigen test but but are symptomatic, they should go and get tested for the flu as well. Is it possible to have two viruses at once? Can you have the flu and COVID at the same time? Look, it is possible and it has been demonstrated and people have been calling it all sorts of things like flu-rona and other things. It's not all that common because... I guess usually if you're infected with one, hopefully you're staying home and staying away from others and so less Mm. likely to get a second one. But it it has been documented and it's quite nasty, actually. People that had both uh, tended to to be quite sick. So, uh, again, a really good reason to to get vaccinated for both. And uh, when when should you get vaccinated? Is is there a time limit between um, the coronavirus vaccine Mm. and the flu vaccine? We said to, to separate them initially for a variety of reasons, but we've proven since then that you don't need to. So mm-hmm. you can actually get your flu vaccine and your COVID booster at the same time. I mean, opposite arms, of course, but if you're, if you're someone who hasn't yet had your COVID booster and not yet flu vaccinated, it'd be a great idea to, to go to your GP vaccine provider, pharmacy, for example, as well, and, and just get both of those done at the same time so you're protected for the uh, upcoming winter season. And are you concerned with the the spike in COVID rates at the moment, the amount of people that are getting COVID? Oh, the, the numbers themselves aren't necessarily concerning. I think it's more the fact that there does seem to be a bit of complacency coming in. We're, we're not seeing the booster uptake where it needs to be. We still are a bit behind in our 5- to 11-year-old vaccines, for example. And I think a lot of people think COVID's done, it's over, and, mm. and are perhaps uh, a little bit complacent now. But we just need people to make sure they get the basics right. We don't want people to panic. We're not suggesting we're going to have lockdowns or anything. But it is going to continue to be something we need to grapple with. And the best way of addressing it moving forward is to be up to date with your vaccines keep up to date with your testing if you get any symptoms make sure you get a test and also you you know masks are still something we should wear on a voluntary basis of course but if you're high risk or going somewhere that's high risk make sure you pop your mask on yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah, look we we know it's not over so thank you very much dr paul
Always a pleasure. Thank you. Marnie and Campo, River 949.